Inktober. Good for you. Ink, are you posting those up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Griffin's doing Inktober stuff. It's coming cool. out really sharp. But it's Inktober. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you challenge yourself to do a drawing every day. Oh, wow. Of October, if you're an artist. I'm a little behind. Uh, I'm fucked then. I'm a lot behind. <laughs> I'm a few years behind. <laughs> a few decades. Yeah. I mean, unless you like stick figures. I'm still I am doing that. sketches, though, for yeah. my uh, songs. It's part of our. Uh, it's part of your patron. Patron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you posting those anywhere? <laughs> uh, not yet. Uh, I'm gonna just. We're gonna send those out, and then if they want to share them, they can. And That's how many can. DJ skills loves the cock uh, drawings? Have you done? Nobody's asking for any of those. Yeah. Those deep cuts. That'd be a special request. That's, that that, 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 that's that a Jeff. That's cuts. a Jeff request. No, that that just was a, a thing he did for a while back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not funny unless skills is hanging out with. <laughs> that's right. That's true. <laughs> oh, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like it skills us here when he does this pretty much. <laughs> I don't talk like that. Oh my goodness. Deep, deep cuts. Indeed. Deep cuts in your butts. Look oh. out, sluts. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What? What happened? No, it's just. Uh, somebody put me on a um, Facebook group called Pedestrian Vulgarity. <laughs> okay. okay. And, and it's just like images that. Push the browns of taste at first. <laughs> the, brown, the, the browns of the taste. Browns, the browns of t- no. The browns of taste would be right on this thing. <laughs> but uh, pushing the browns of the, taste. Absolutely pushing the browns. Pushing the, pushing browns, the browns of taste. <laughs> the browns of taste. <laughs> pushing the browns of taste. That's the best Tears for Fears joke anybody has ever done. Pushing <laughs> the browns of taste. That's. But that's yeah, so somebody started. The, the images started getting even worse, and there was. A, I had this. I had to uh, turn it off when there was an image of a guy with a uh, uh, giant uh, carving knife stuck through his buttocks, like sticking from the top of his buttock out through his buttocks and out the bottom of his buttocks. Now, <laughs> I'm like, nope. I didn't, I didn't want to see that. Who put you in this? <laughs> uh, you find your way uh, here? A former musician. I mean, probably a current musician. I mean, I know him as a musician. Um, does this thing not get... Tagged all the time. No, that's Facebook? a crazy thing. There's all kinds of like transsexual porn and actual solid porn in it, and I guess they've picked carefully. Nobody's they reported them. They only pick them. cool non-reported yeah, yeah. people. That's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a reporty person, get the hell get out. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. What are no you business. Oh, oh, you offended me. You offended me something I I asked for. Or yeah. even you offended me that I could just scroll away from. Right. Taste. I have no power. I, I've got no. friends that have like tasteful nudes and silhouette that get that get flagged immediately. And this thing's got you know transsexuals <laughs> jacking it off onto a cupcake and somebody eating it. You know? What's that? If, if I again, do something Andy? that offends you, unfriend, and I will never offend you again. Yeah, it's that yeah. easy. I will never friend you again. Unfriend you exactly. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number three hundred and eight. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff. Fact check, Andy. And we're here to talk week and geek. Before we do, our, we go into our weeklies. Yeah, got a couple emails. Good. Get 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 through those. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Wait, is this uh, for us? This is for us. I was going to say. Yeah. I, I think the gentleman is loosely used there. <laughs> well, I'm more scared that they know it's evening. That's oh, that's yeah, right. Highly prescient. Uh, I believe I can fly. Yes, I believe I've been listening to your podcast for the last two years or so. Sweet mamma jamma. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
and every now and then dip into your extensive back catalog to learn about your very own origin story. Oh, wow. no. Wow. I work approximately 200 kilometers from my home on the lovely central coast of Queensland, Australia. Oh, cool. And enjoy indulging in your entertainment during my drives to and from work every Monday and Friday. I look forward to the entertainment, information, and camaraderie I feel when I listen to you shoot the shit and spin smack. Spin smack. Spin like smack. I'm a smack spinner. And spin smack about the uh, latest gaming and geek-related news items of the week. Anyway, I specifically wrote in to talk to you about my eldest brother who passed away from a rare heart disease oh. at the tender age of 18 back in 1997. Jeez. I was only eight at the time, but he made me who I am today more than anyone else I've ever known. I spent a lot of time in his room as a child playing games of Warhammer, Fantasy, and 40K, uh, Magic the Gathering, and old-school PC games, and Dungeons & Dragons. Due to his health complications and being confined to hospitals for a good majority of his life, I believe he found an escape in his pastimes and hobbies. He instilled into me all the hobbies I enjoy today. Gaming, collectible card games, comics, and fantasy novels. He was an avid X-Men fan, comic book nerd, and board game fanatic. I, of course, was probably a bit too young to fully experience any of the games I played with him, but he was extremely patient and would sit and teach me the rules for hours at a time. We would paint models together, play Hero Quest in Super Nintendo, and listen to Queen's greatest hits. These are some of my most cherished memories as a child before the realities of life and death would hit me and nothing would be the same. My weekly dose of your podcast is a constant reminder of the brother I miss as you fine gentlemen discuss everything he loved. Last Monday was the anniversary of his passing, and I felt it necessary to let you guys know that the memories that you stir in this geeky Australian fan. Thank you for keeping Jeb alive in my thoughts, and thank you for your podcast and effort you've all put into it. Much love, David. Oh, thank very you, nice. David. That yeah. Absolutely. And that's very, very touching. Sweet. It's a nice well, warm great. fuzzy to start yeah. off with. Absolutely. Glad to hear that, and uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. And now, now Simon's going to bitch us about not being uh, nice to Paul? Oh, yeah, here it okay, comes. Okay, good. No. All right. <laughs> Hi, shockers. Hey, what up? <laughs> two and the one, one and the two? That man, shocker? oh man. <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I migrated to this cast <laughs> <laughs> from the famous Paul's other cast. <laughs> you know, the Frozen Confection Celebration. Yep. <laughs> I fought internally for a while as to whether or not to tackle the back catalog. <laughs> But in the end, my Asperger brain won, <laughs> and I had to listen to every available episode. Oh, oh wow. you poor bastard. Sorry. Except episode number 78, Barry Gets Sad. Uh, I keep getting a menacing 404 error when I try to get it. How weird. But I've, I'll let you know right now, I fixed this. This is, should be the last <laughs> of the episodes <laughs> that, has that are mis- a, missing due this, to that. Uh, this must be something to do with Barry's hair. Remind me, uh, yeah. Remind me why Barry got sad. Oh, I, this is episode 78. I heard gummed up the whole works of the internet. Oh, this oh, is oh, over yeah, 200 right. episodes ago. <laughs> Listen <laughs> yourself. Why did he get sad? Yeah, who knows? I, yeah. This guy knows. He listened to it. Well, I don't remember what now. we talked about last week, let alone, <laughs> let alone 200 and something episodes ago. I, 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 think that's, I think that's one that I was on him for watching Designing Women. Okay. So, yeah. and kind of just pushing that fact. Dude, this is the best. It's a good show. Designing women? It's funny. <laughs> Meshach Taylor was gold. It's, uh, by all means. R.I.P. Meshach Taylor. What's, what's he doing now? Uh, laying vertically in the ground. 
or horizontally? <laughs> Vertically. <laughs> he buried him upright. They buried him. They buried that, him standing up. That would save a lot of space wasn't, in wasn't graveyard. He, Why don't they do that? Yeah. Wasn't in he fact, also? In fact, we have a full. We'll kick. We'll kickstart this to to dig up everybody, put them vertical, and that will give us double the space. Put them wiener to butt. <laughs> I think we should go Paris and like get all the bones and arrange them into sculptures. P- proper. Yeah. Sculpture bones. Sculpture <laughs> bones. Uh, yeah, whatever. In a weird way. I know what you're talking about. Nope. No, no, no. Okay. I'm glad I finally You're made the trip through cones. the anals, no annals. Oh boy, it was such an in- such. It was interesting to track the growth of the cast and hear the evolution of the show. Oh, the changes. Yeah. <laughs> the show really started to feel like it was now in episode forty with the introduction of theme musics, the roster of Paul's reoccurring characters slash bits: Robot in Jail, <laughs> Rasta Banana, Dracula of the Blood Turds. <laughs> And demystifying what X and D stand for. <laughs> I think one of my favorite temporary runners was the Spider-Man turn off the dark saga. <laughs> and the great conversations oh, that yeah. followed. As much as a scoop might want to distill the essence of geek scat to being merely the Mattingly matinee, that would be a grave mistake. The sum of the parts is important, and Paul is merely one piece of a greater puzzle. Sure, the famous Paul cast fart is what brought me to the podcast, and often allows me to laugh to near suffocation. The jokes and the bits that land, land hard. The ones right? that don't hey. are the most damaged horse corpses I've ever imagined. <laughs> <laughs> He's not they're, wrong. They're not all gems, y'all. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> drink some eggs. And when you the latter... Rub them on the damaged horse exactly. corpse. <laughs> and when the latter happens, the reactions from the rest of the cast are what makes it worth it. There you go. <laughs> from the vulgar triptych of dick-ass fart to he-man to e-van motherfucking galleon <laughs> paul is passionate about what he loves and passionate about what he hates which is no mean feat since he hates everything <laughs> see it's true it's, true, I it's do. true but you can't neglect the rest of the pack torgo master torgo if you're nasty a man of apparent infinite patience you're, yeah, no you, shit you have no idea <laughs> Whether he's delivering the shit you don't give a news about or a weekend geek he holds steadfast to his delivery, the glue who holds it all together, somehow. A consummate mediator, Torgo knows when to let Paul have more rope and when to tie that shit into a noose and kick the chair out from under it. (laughs) (laughs) He also knows when to give Jeff the floor or let Barry rant, and he evangelizes on behalf of horror fans everywhere. Uh, Dr. Vlarg, uh, uh, I'm Barry Rob, look at my man leader here. Uh, He actually wrote that. (laughs) I know, it's awesome. He he knows how he sounds. Suffering Paul's shit, (laughs) Tron, Scotch, and sometimes beating Torgo at pinball are the things I remember most about Vlarg's run on the show. Mm -hmm. That and trying his level best to explain to Paul when a bit wasn't working. (laughs) I'm not sure Paul really cares if a bit works or not. He doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. (laughs) Newsflash, he doesn't. (laughs) And oh man, this dude hates hard on fat people. As a recovering fat guy, my old rotund self shed a greasy tear every time I heard him dis a fatty. I sometimes just want to ask, who hurt you, Barry Rob? And how much did they weigh? Then when he gets halfway into his answer, I'll interrupt him and say, good story. Right? Uh, Boom. You got it. You remember those days? Oh, yeah. Oh. Good story, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> 80s Jeff. Shut up. <laughs> 80s Jeff, the long-suffering. 
when he can break through the famous Paul firewall and get a word in edgewise, salient points are made. Jokes are delivered, often falling flat. Sorry, Jeff. Parking is critiqued. Kirsten Commander K. Konstantinsky, uh, the commander, and his carrying of the torch for dick-ass fart while Paul was on boat duty. Commander K and his undying love for Conan and his purest approach to sci-fi books only reads Robert E. Howard Conan. Fact-check Andy doing his New Englander accent. Oh, dear. (laughs) Have I heard him declare his love for My Little Pony? Fact-check gives zero fucks. (laughs) I could try to put into words my impression of Andy's presence, but it would be easier just to suck his dick. There you go. (laughs) Absolutely. It's true. And the other guys, Just Michael, Captain Luddite, Maple Leaf Matt, Bonzo the Beast. On a whole, you guys are simply being a great blend of informative news, entertaining conversation, straight fucking madness. With or without Paul, I'm a faithful shock monkey until I die or until I can no longer get a cheeseburger and jacket. There it is. Thanks for the show. Justin the Super Shocker. P.S. Extra special thanks to Torgo for fixing those broken episodes. There you go. Nice. You're welcome. Thank Thank you you for letting me know. What a sweet letter. That was very kind. That was very awesome. Thank you, Justin. Our super shocker. Pitter Pat. Yeah. And finally, this one is just a a set of questions. Okay. I guess we'll go along as they go. (laughs) There we go. All right. Uh, Dear Geek Squad, a.k.a. Paul's Ugly Couch Crotch Show. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) I was just wondering if there was anything happening on getting you guys to watch SG-1 for charity, or getting Paul to watch mm-hmm. SG-1 for charity. Should I start saving my money now, or has that been delayed? Uh, it's still that- in the works. I, the last few times, Paul's had to leave to go do his other you cast. You gotta leave tonight? Um, no, I don't have to leave tonight. So we could probably get yeah, one in. We, we could watch one tonight. All maybe. right. It starts tonight. Oh, God. Oh, God. There it is. <laughs> wow. I, I, I was expecting, uh, like, the beginning of 2016, but okay, sure. Uh, yeah. It's on like Donkey Kong. Do you guys have a Patreon page? No, we don't. Yet. Thinking about it, but not yet. Mm-hmm. If he won't watch, if he won't watch SG One, how about seeing if he can get at least through the last season of Babylon Five? That, that you have to watch all at once. Don't you have to watch like everything to read him? I think so. You yeah. really do. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's something you can just jump. I'm kind of interested to watch that. I was just so bummed they took it off Netflix. I would have watched it all. Sure, they t- took it off so early. Yeah. I mean, it really wasn't on there for like three months. When it comes back on again, you and I should sit down and watch it all. If it ever comes on. Yeah, it might. Right. Uh, Physical media. It's the only answer. Physical media. Damn it. Was that Star Trek show you guys worked for operating in 2002? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it was, I'm rather rather upset that I didn't know about it. At, at the time, I was are. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And finally, will Fallout 4 be played by any of you fine gentlemen? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, unqualified. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. All the, across the board, when that comes, that will be all I am playing. No, I will not be playing it. Yeah, Paul doesn't, he doesn't want to live in that world. I don't want to live in the world yeah. where I don't want to live. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> oh, what fun. He doesn't want to virtually not have hamburgers and cheese. And, uh, right. It's just, either. no, I don't, I don't see that appeal at all. Fallout is one of my favorite game series of all time. Even back before Bethesda got involved. I was going to say, there's something to the hardcore long-term fans as well. I mean, And I understand that. If you've been with a game for... It's probably sure. similar to my affection for XCOM. Duncan's, oh, Duncan's been P, uh, PC playing um, Fallout. And he's modded it so much that he can't open it without <laughs> crashing it. Oh, no. The, the joy of multiple modding, yes. I <laughs> uh, love the show. Keep up the good work. And a big... 
fuck you in the fucking face to Paul. P.S. The show needs more Mumra and Dick Cheney. Oh. Matthew. All we, right. need, we need questions for. That's what it comes down to. We need if, some more Mumra questions. Matthew and everybody listening, if you want Mumra, just send me questions. Send them to comments at Ugly Couch Show because Paul shouldn't see them. If you ask enough questions, yes. we could do a whole Mumra episode. That's exactly it. Yeah. And don't think you only have to submit one question. Because, frankly, as far as I'm concerned, is the moment I get three questions, I got a mumra set. Right. All right. Good. So, so send them to comments at uglycouchshow.com, and we will be glad to give you the mumra. Okay. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Easy if fix. You, and and that includes like if just one of you sends ten questions, that works too for me. Okay. So thank you, Matthew. That's that's friggin' awesome, Justin. Do, do they have to be questions or germane to mumra, or can you just ask like you know? What's the fastest land animal? That kind of stuff. <laughs> I only yeah. answer. I only answer uh, questions that are Tito to Mumra. Tito to Mumra. Yeah. Okay. I don't care about Jermaine questions. Gotcha. Perfect. <laughs> no, no asking yeah. about the wing velocity of a swallow. No, you can ask that. Just you can't have as long know. as it's within a certain number of the Jackson Five. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Gentlemen, what'd you do this week? Which, which geeky things you get? I'll uh, tell you in what. Your face. I finally got my copy of. Transformers Devastation. Ah. And? That is balls to the walls awesome. Everything okay. you want it to be. It's, well. Okay. It's 90%. Not 90%. It's good. It's really good. Beautiful. Fun. Easy. Didn't even have to update when I loaded the fucking thing in. Oh, how nice. I couldn't wow. believe it. I played a game. Yeah. <laughs> put a game in. Put a disc drive in my PS4, and it played. I was like, what the fuck? Great. That is that's bizarre. Rare, right? You said PS4. I know. Wow. <laughs> I know. Any of them? Xbox One? No, any of them. Know. But I was just like shocked. I was gobsmacked. Like, oh yeah, really? I, I read a review from a guy who was talking about how you know buying Xbox One was the worst purchase he ever made. But I read that too. But all the all the you know complaints were everything that's on this current generation of systems. Yeah, it's so either either system you're gonna yeah. you run into a technical it's like, nightmare. It's what I ran into with the PS3. Oh, he yeah. had the exact same experience with his. Uh, Xbox One that I had with my PS3 that caused me to take it back. Huh. It kept doing updates and just fucking around and stalling and, and being slow. Yeah, but this garbage. poor guy kept getting broken PS4s by the world I was reading. Uh, I'd have no, to broken say... Xbox Ones. No, Xbox Ones, you're oh. right. Yeah. I haven't had any issues with the Xbox One and yeah, it did take about an hour to set it up from the very beginning. But yes, every game you pop in, it's got a I think it's at least 40% of the game has to load on to the Insane. hard drive before you can play it, but I, then there's usually some kind of a patch, etc. Yeah. I will I, say one nice thing with the PS4, even when you stick that dick in it, dick in. No. It starts, <laughs> stick that dick where? No wonder <laughs> you're I'm never right. playing the PS4 again. <laughs> I know you love that system, I just didn't realize how much. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a port. I didn't realize how... Actually, no, it's the same size. You just have it's a just, razor-thin wiener? <laughs> yeah. It's like a fucking my, flatworm. My mm. poor lady. My <laughs> poor lady. Maybe it's the USB port he's sticking it in. Yeah. But anyway, when you put the you disc in and it starts to install, it's pretty quick on the install when you start playing it. For the PS4, yeah. yeah. It's not too bad. Uh, yeah. It's just those updates sometimes go a little slow. The, yeah. The way it say, runs its uh, online store and stuff, just some days... It's chuggy, chug, yeah, it chug. Is. I have some days I can't access it's, it. It's, it's, yeah, it's super fast. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it doesn't. It's not always that way with the PS4 though, because <laughs> when I put <laughs> a- Arkham Knight in there, Arkham Knight took—I'm not kidding you—it took 20 minutes before I was able to to play. Three it. days. Oh. Three days. Three days for you. Three days. I couldn't play Arkham Knight because of installs and updates and shit. 
We are 80s Jeffing fact check Andy. No, no, no. It's not worth it. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> it, was a, it was a throwaway joke. Go. I, I, I just talked right over you, didn't I? No, no. no. That's it's, fine. Uh, it's really good. Transformers Devastation. Sweet. The only thing that has a drawback to me so far is there's a weapon creation sub thing where you have to craft weapons. You're not a crafty guy. I hate it. And uh, I'm going to have to just look up what's the best way to do it and what's the best things to put together. Uh, I would rather them just go, oh, here's a better sword. Here's a better gun. Instead of, here's this gun and here's this gun. You want to put those together? I guess you're collecting pieces along the way. No, you're not collecting pieces. You're just collecting full-on weapons, and then you combine weapons. Oh, okay. So it's a little weird, and I don't know exactly what I'm doing, and that always confuses me because I'm just like, just tell me what's the best to do. So they put a loot system in your action game. Yeah, I don't like when there's a... I mean, because it's the Bayonetta guys. Right. It's the same people. Um, So whatever. It's beautiful. It's All the voice actors are great. Great. They got almost all the original G1 cast. I was going to say, wasn't it all the G1? Almost all the original. The guys that aren't dead. Everybody that's not dead. Right. It's fucking solid. And uh, yeah. So no Scatman Crothers for the... uh, Nope. No no Meshach Taylor? He's not in it. Uh, Jazz isn't in it. But if you're a a G1 Transformer fan, holy shit, you will squee. (laughs) Okay. I just stumbled across it. Did Meshach Taylor actually do a voice in Transformer? Okay. All right. Good. I thought I just stumbled into a fact. No, <laughs> no, I was talking about Scatman because Jazz okay. is not Jazz is not in the game, nor is Meshack Taylor. <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah, perfect. No Hollywood Montrose. Nope. <laughs> he used to float up there next to Unicron. He's his neighbor. <laughs> Hollywood. I saw my first Amazon Prime oh, I thought you were series. Say boob. That too. It was in that series. <laughs> Red Oaks is a new comedy series on Amazon Prime. Yes, that's got Paul Reiser. Yes, and it's a throwback to the 80s. Not so much the sex romp, but the coming of age thing. As as I was watching it, it kind of hit me. This is the love child of Dream On, Meatballs. of Caddyshack, and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, okay. okay. It has. It's not as wacky as Caddyshack, but it's it's heading there. It takes place on a golf course, but it's with tennis pros that are on that golf course as well. A full, oh okay, it's a country, country club. club. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm looking for. Gotcha. And, and ten, it so takes place. It, it's it tennis owes, pros on a golf course. It, they're playing us. <laughs> like I said, game. it's wacky. It's really, wacky. It's really hard to get a hole in one on the tennis ball. Uh, the Jackie's really wacky golf. What what's up with from Caddyshack too? Was that tennis balls? No, it was tennis? just a. It was just a giant um, miniature golf thing. What if you play with tennis balls? We play golf with tennis rackets and tennis balls. There's something <laughs> to that, right? I mean, there's the frisbee golf, so that's kind of along those right. lines. But then well, you need a net. Yeah. It's Catch good. in a net, maybe? And I, th- I think that does need obstacles. It's a... Uh, yeah. It tech- needs a castle and a loop-de-loop. It's technically disc golf now. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Frisbee Fris- 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 is no. copyrighted, so it's disc golf. It's froth. We actually have some. We actually have one of the first and best uh, disc golf courses in town. Really? Yeah. The one at Sunset Park. Yep. Firstest was one of the one of the early ones. It's the firstest. Okay. Okay. It's no fun to play disc golf in Vegas. I'll tell you that. Okay. Where's the punchline? No, you just fucking melt in the heat. Oh yeah. No, it's it's no fun four months out of the year. What if you play it in the fall? Crazy. When it's no, you can totally do that. Yeah, yeah, it's great now. You just got to you just got to do it before like yeah, five p.m. when the freaking sun sets. <laughs> disc golf. 
But if you like those 80s movies, those two in particular, this is a good one to give a shot. Okay. Uh, Red Oaks, I mean, it's got the the long arc, but it's got the gratuitous nudity and all the stuff you expect from those kind of movies as a TV show. Right. Gratuity. Gratuity. It's very worthwhile. I look forward to a second season. Well, I, uh, I played a little bit of uh, Alan Wake. Duncan's got me going through Alan Wake now. That's a good story in Alan Wake. I, uh, I, I think part of it is that he's realized that I have absolutely no resistance to jump scares. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> so, yeah, I think oh, he, you're in he, a great he game. He likes to watch me twitch. <laughs> yeah, that, some Resident Evils then. I mean, it's kind, it's as far as the game goes, it was a little flawed, but it's still fun. Yeah. And I really enjoy the story of that. It's like walk. It's the only game that I can think of that's like walking into a Stephen King novel. That yeah, is very one of much my so. uh, stack of shame games I got on my hard drive. I haven't touched. <laughs> Downloaded it eons ago when it was free, and uh, haven't played it since. It's it's a lot of fun. It's, it's very it's very uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I don't want to get too much into it because it's all story based, but. I'm not sure what the actual storyline is yet. I'm not sure what's a dream and what's not a dream at this point. Sure. Yeah. It's one of those games that has such a fervent fan base, but not enough of one to get a sequel mm. that I could easily see that being a Kickstarter in the well, future. Well, it got sure. that little mini sequel, prequel. Yeah, they did add it, do an add-on. Mm. Like, it was like a standalone add-on. Sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. That you could, that like finished out the story. Yeah. The other thing I did was I interviewed a, a Ghostbuster in town. and uh, A real one? Yeah. Well, I mean, as <laughs> air well as quotes, I get. Yes. Air quotes, real. <laughs> but um, the, their latest uh, quiver in their arrow of ghostbusting tools is the Xbox Connect. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. They, did, wait, did they get that from Paranormal Activity? I don't know what they got Paranormal it from. Paranormal Activity 3 used a Connect for one of their things. Okay, well, that's what they do. Is they, just, they, they, put, they put a Connect out and set it into a room, and they watch little stick figures walk across that aren't people. Fuck off. Yep, that's what they say. Because it does that little white dot thing on everything. Mm. Well... That's the buggy piece of fucking hardware. It's <laughs> kind of what I figured too. That's what it, I mean. It's just like, yeah. The first one might have been buggy. The new one is actually very accurate. Well, I highly doubt of... they're using the new one. They'll never see anything. <laughs> I was gonna say using the fucking buggy one. It goes blurp blurp blurp. Person person blurp 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 blurp. A lot of scientists are using it for experiments because yeah. it's so accurate. A lot yeah, of you can catch ghosts with it. A lot of yeah. goob, goob heads are <laughs> catching ghosts. Man, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm just so saddened. There's not a good alien or ghost documentary out there. I haven't seen it's, anything. That's fun. because all there's bullshit. no evidence. I know there's anyone. nothing. It's so dumb. It makes me sad though. I want something. I want something kind of scary, something fun, but it's not scary anymore. I, I get it. I, I I have to follow Steven Spielberg's because Steven Spielberg used to believe. Sure. And then as time went on, he's like, I don't anymore. Yeah. And the reason being is because there are so many people now with cameras on them. We used to get this stuff, you know, fairly often for now, lack of video. Now, hey, I saw some weird shit on Saturday or Sunday. Sunday. Okay. I saw some weird shit on Sunday when I was out on the strip. Okay. Okay. You mean when the lightning storms were coming? Yeah. Okay. So there were clouds in Vegas, which is weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to tape it, but it, it went away too fast. So there's your camera thing. Mm. But um, I'm standing in Caesars, in front of Caesars, and I'm looking over towards the Cosmo. Okay. okay. And I can see the front of the Cosmo, the top of the Cosmo. And I see what looks like almost like a bag in the wind. That's what I think. I think it's a paper bag in the wind way up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Right? And still 
could have been possibly, but it would completely vanish and then flash back into being there and then vanish and then flash back. And it would just up and down, up and down. It and was like, probably it would, paper because it was going from the flat, flat to, side to, flat the, to side. the narrow side so that you can't but, see it. But it was there for a long time and in the most strange little up and down pattern. Mm, there's Wind lots of freaky. air currents over oh, there. Sure, sure, one sure. Of the, one of the coolest things I ever saw in town was like completely just a fluke of the wind and bad setup. I was working a gig at Mandalay Bay mm-hmm. out in the pool area. And they had a buffet set up, and they had a stack of black uh, paper napkins and a stack of white plates, or the other way around. I can't remember which one it was. But suddenly, one of those little microburst gusts of wind storm kicked up out of nowhere yep. and blew across and shot a whirlwind of black and white paper into the air. Fine. Like, oh my God, that's beautiful. I wish I could. I wish I had <laughs> video of that. It's right? dancing with me. Yeah. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. All right, so so Andy Kirsten has just texted me and Uh-oh. says I'm supposed to ask you about the Odyssey, and then he follows it up with I have no idea how to say that word. Crap, I don't have my glasses. Oh, and on. you don't have your glasses the, on, of the course. The Odyssey, as in the, probably your the journey, journey on the, your journey know. on the mud road. Oh, well, no, that's that's just me, the story I told you guys at dinner about me. Uh, oh, okay, with trying uh, trying to get back from Pioche and being an idiot and running out of gas and yeah, it was uh, it was, oh, in it fact, was, it was Andy epic. fashion. Yeah. When you're driving across Nevada, always check your gas because there's a long way between gas stations. Yes. No shit. Long way. If if you do the extraterrestrial highway, Mm -hmm. there is no gas along that. And that stretches the entire length of Nevada. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. There is one small town in the middle, Rachel. That's where the little alien inn is. Right. A place dedicated to Area 51 aliens. Pretty much, yeah. But in that small town of Rachel, there is also no gas station. That's true. Just that's, the that's one of the things I find so bizarre. I mean, I remember when you told me that. I'm like, there's not one gas station in in the only city between here and like Reno? Yeah. And we ran into one person that ran out of gas along the way. Helped them out. Wow. There is no gas across in a fact, state. as you take that turn down to 395, there used to be a gas station. And it's gone. It's gone. And you will you see signs that, that you only see in movies. Last gas for next X right. miles. Yeah, right. I drove by uh, literally a gas station that had the sign up that had the prices for the gas mm-hmm. and no sign of a structure anymore. The yeah. sign was still up. The gas was over $4 a gallon. And wow. there was just an empty lot where there used to be a gas station. Yeah, you think your gas is expensive. You should try one where there is no other gas. Yeah. True monopoly in the area, yep. or gas in Europe. Yep, and and, and, and I guess for, the, the, for the listeners, that the whole thing started. I was driving across a forty-mile dirt road, which I didn't know how long it was at the time. And on that dirt road is when my thing went beep. You are low on fuel. Oh my! Uh, it, it, <clears throat> let your mind sink into that sentence. Yeah, forty-mile-long dirt road. Right. Yeah. Where, where else does that exist? Not many Andy's places. Andy's mom's <laughs> vagina? What? My mom's, what? My mom's dead. Yeah. <laughs> All the more true. <laughs> oh. But is she buried vertically? She's actually sitting on the porch. Uh, the the mantelpiece. <laughs> sitting on the mantelpiece. Mantelpiece. <laughs> oh, you got, you got Halloween early, huh? <laughs> Time to get mom out. Put on the porch. She's sitting on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really shit myself so, for that one. Somebody please cover her dirt road. <laughs> it's Halloween, not fucking the Playboy Mansion. 
She's a she little jar that rattles. <laughs> She's a little jar that rattles. Rattling jar. That's what jar. Rattling jar, man. Anything else you do this week, guys? Uh, nothing I did, but uh, by the time our listeners hear this, it will be Back to the Future Day. That's true. Tomorrow is Back to the Future Day. Uh huh. October twenty first. Or, or today, as they're listening to this, two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we got go, go to your local there's, events. There's, well, no, we oh, have. I mean, yeah, they're, they're I know all we over do, the, but yeah. very few places. No, 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 there, there, there's a bunch of theaters across the country that are doing the trilogy in, uh, in, in complete, uh, in, nice. in order rather. If you're so, in yeah. Vegas at uh, the Plaza, which is one main street, uh, it's where the old train station used to be. Uh, that is one of the sets for the movie. That's where. Biff Tannen's Casino was. Biff's, Biff's Pleasure Palace. Yep. yep. And uh, yeah, they're doing a big to-do there from like 6 to 11. There'll be a couple of DeLoreans there. They'll be taking photos. There'll be impersonators. There'll be all kinds of stuff going on. So if you're in Vegas or, you know, well, probably California has their own stuff. I think California has the uh, the Twin Pines Mall. Is uh, They put the sign back up at the Twin Pines Mall. Oh, yeah, cool. they, they did that. Um, I'm also, sure Universal's got something big going there's on. There's a huge uh, Back to the Future convention this weekend or, huge no one. actually going on right now excuse me um it's in hollywood and they are actually supposed to be on the set of uh the hill valley on on the universal back lot that's where the so convention's to, taking place that's one of the spots that they, they have spots all over like they're doing a, like a driving tour uh, oh, okay of um, various shooting sites but they have like they a get whole on the day. universal lot they have a whole day on the universal lot in front of the uh um the, what was the hill valley courthouse but it's been so many things i mean it's been right. the, burnt the city, down as well it's, it's the a, city square and gremlins um it's a sin it's a it's the town and monolith monsters an old black and white horror movie that's uh I saw, I saw that, I'm like, oh my God, there's Hill Valley in the 50s, when it really was the 50s. Um, so yeah, I guess if you're uh, listening to this from Phoenix or uh, Salt Lake City, because I'm sure we have a lot of listeners in Salt Lake City. I think the second episode of Twilight Zone is filmed in that square. That probably is, yeah. But if you're listening from those areas, hop in the car and drive out here, because you know, it's a mere six-hour drive down to Biff right. Tannins. It's, it's Vegas, and we got a party Gotta going on. Gotta get back in time. I want to throw a thank you out to Elizabeth because there is a book I've been wanting to read by Paul Tremblay called A Head Full of Ghosts. It's It's been getting a lot of great reviews. In fact, uh, Brian Keene, who has a podcast called The Horror Show, Brian Keene being one of my favorite horror authors, mm-hmm. was just gushing over this book. And so I'm like, i got to read this book. And apparently right now... It's if you have Kindle, it's a dollar ninety nine. Normally, it's thirteen bucks. So, what? So who, who knows how long that's going to last? Ooh, what a steal! So I am now in the middle of reading that, and it's pretty damned amazing thus far. But it's one of those things that even Keen said, you know, a book you want to read without knowing anything going in. So I, that's why I don't want to tell you any more about it. Sweet beans. Just read it. Just read it, God damn it. Just read it. Head full of ghosts. Just Paul Tramley. Thank it. you, Elizabeth, for tweeting that to me. Head full of ghosts. And, and all the, listening out there, if, if you got a good horror novel recommendation you want to send my way, because I'm always looking for new good stuff, uh, tweet me at Master Torgo, because I'm looking. Have you read Light at the End? Light at the End by? Yeah. Skip Inspector. Oh, the old uh, Splatterpunk Boys. Yeah. I haven't read that one, okay. but I, I'm familiar with those two authors. I'll see if I have it around still. I got to meet uh, Skip a few uh, Did years you? Ago. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, mm. What happened to them? They haven't put anything out in a while. I, I'm not sure one of them is around anymore. Oh, okay. I think Spectre's gone, but uh, John, John Skip's still writing. Cool. 
Anything else, gentlemen? Mm, can't think of anything. All right, then. Marty, we're going to news you don't give a shit about. Oh, Great boy. Scott. Oh, no. This is heavy. <laughs> it's, it actually oh, kind of is heavy. Did you guys it's see the, uh, the cartoon, the uh, animated thing about uh, going oh, to yeah. the real night 2015? <laughs> yeah. Where, where's my ways of shoes, Doc? We got Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, it, I got I to gotta say, it really is amazing how little has changed in 30 yeah. years. I mean, there have been some significant changes overall, but like the overall look of the country has not really changed much in we 30 really years. We really haven't sci-fied up a lot. No. No. No, we're not, we're not wearing steel helmets. Unless you're in Dubai, it kind of sci-fi up a little. Bit. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. We're still driving gas guzzlers. We're still <laughs> no Mister Fusion. Yeah, no Mister Fusion. Where's my hoverboard? Where's my Mister Fusion? Although, when did he get that from? Mister Fusion, twenty fifteen. That's from twenty fifteen. Yeah. God damn it! And the flying no car. flying cars. The well, the not, flying, not even flying hologram cars jaws are, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah. Flying this, cars, but just not in the same way. But this, we do have uh, more realistic 3D movies, yeah, that, just not holographic that 3D. Hologram jaws look like butt. The saddest meme like, I've seen. Shark seen, still looks fake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the saddest <laughs> meme I've seen is uh, after tomorrow, all of Back to the Future will take place in the past. Yep. Yep. That's true. Don't. Oh, that that hurt hurt me so. I know. Is that painful? That, that's a realization <laughs> I didn't want. So oh. old. So old. Oh my God, that reminds me. You're saying so. Whoa. So uh, my buddy Darren and I, when we went to go see uh, Kevin Smith, and uh, when they were getting up on stage, he's like, he's like, wow, I, he didn't look like I expected. I'm like, you've seen him before. He goes, no, but he looks really old. And I go, dude, we're old. He's not that. <laughs> he's only a few years older than we are. And he goes. Ow. Because <laughs> it, it just suddenly dawned on him that, yes, we're the same age as, you know, the now, same age range I as bet, Kevin Smith. I bet so. he's younger than me. He, he is the younger than <laughs> you, yes. yes he is. I, I stand, by, I, by I stand corrected. I bet many rocks are younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not the igneous ones. No. Oh. Those are fresh. Those are babies. <laughs> yeah. Anything that just came up out of a volcano, you got them licked. <laughs> Congrats. Why am I licking rocks? <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. You can go lick rocks. <laughs> the comic Hackslash is going to be adapted into a TV series with hmm. the aim to make a, quote, dark and gritty show in the Walking Dead mold. Oh, good. Tom Seeley's comic centers on Casey Hack, the epitome of a horror movie final girl who survived a deadly attack. But rather than trying to get back to a normal life, Cassie becomes a killer of killers, hunting down slashers similar to Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, alongside her hulking, enigmatic partner, a knife-wielding guy named Vlad. Over the years, the characters have crossed paths with Child's Place Chucky, the Reanimator, and even Evil Dead's Ash. Now, I love this comic. Yeah, that's that's why I'm like Hack Slash is right up my alley, I'm and waiting, it's a great comic. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop here because I'm oh, there's like, a shoe. Yeah, I'm I've like, got a shoe for you. Okay, Uwe Boll. I got a stinky shoe. Oh no, starring Andy please Dick. Don't let it be Uwe Boll. Skip Woods, the writer of awful movies like Hitman, X Men Origins, Wolverine, and A Good Day to Die Hard, will uh, write the script and executive produce. Fuck my life. Ah, uh, well, anytime they is. go, we're gonna make something gritty and edgy like blank. Well, it that I check out. It kind the thing is it kind of works, but it's also a comedy comic. Sure, I mean that's it's, the it's, thing. it's 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 don't get me wrong. It's gory, gritty, right. and it's, it's got dark a comedy. Yeah, but you it's need dark to comedy. focus on whatever. 
There's other things to focus on. Anything can be gritty and dark if you if people care about your characters. Yeah. It's easy to make anything gritty and dark if people care about your characters because any little thing that goes wrong, you can go, oh, that's a that's terrible. Yeah. That's so dark. Because you care. Because you care. But if you set out to make something just gritty and dark, you end up with Superman or Gotham or Arrow or anything DC does. I, I found myself plowing <laughs> through Arrow this, this week. Plowing through. Because I'm trying to get to the episode with the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> what were you watching? To, what, to the lighthearted, joyous show? Well, Arrow, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the th- third season here waiting to get to the Brave and the Bold episode, which is where I'm, I'm at right That's now. That's right around the corner. That comes up pretty quick. Okay. Yeah, no, I got, I'm, I'm there. So what do you think about the Arrow? Um, it's definitely getting better, but it's still, I mean, I still can't get over the fact that the cops are just like, oh yeah, you're fine now. You've only killed, you know, as far as we know, a dozen people, you know, <clears throat> it's still very morose. Yeah. And I don't understand that cop dad shaved head weirdness going on now. Yep. No, I'm just marking time until, Je- until Jessica Jones comes <laughs> Wait out. Wait till you get to the current season. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Does he shave into his into his scalp and has like just bones sticking out like his butt? Uh, <laughs> it's bonehead. Well, as you know, he's very angry and and bitter in the current season. Sure, he's even more so, and in a weird way in the current season. And I don't want to say too much more because it'll give away, you know, major plot points up for the upcoming. Uh, was it Heroes? It of becomes Tomorrow Deathstroke, spin-off. doesn't it? Uh, Mr. Terrific is in it now, right? Mr. Terrific? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not watching. I don't know. I don't think so. Don't keep looking at me. I have no idea. Uh, is he on The Flash? As far as I'm watching it, they're, they're working the way up to pulling out the atom, I know. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I fall asleep watching it once in a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I'll get beyond this, this crossover episode. I think that might be the end of it for me. We'll see. It's quite you, enough, you, I'll you. You really should finish out the season. I mean, if, if you like... Uh, the Flash, I would finish out the current season, and then. And you said you've already started watching The Flash, right? Yeah, yeah okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to watch them. I, I, I pulled those, up the orders. So those two order. seasons run parallel, and there's a lot of little. Um, you need uh, one for the other crossover dodge. It, oh God! I would wow. say there's little Easter eggs ah. that are important to both Ooh. shows. Is that the meat that sinking pop in? Okay. It's not only that, it's just I have to wake up on Tuesdays to go do a podcast. <laughs> I hate it. I have I to be a how, how early do you have to responsible wake up? adult like and actually you get up. You gotta get up nine for nine o'clock. Yeah. The social my there's goodness. a nine o'clock for you. It's awful. That's mean. I don't even get wow. up that for my job. No, it's pretty rough. It's only the one day a week, but it sets me up for just crash town. Oh my god! Because then Wednesday you're not my, oh, you're not awake during that time no, for the rest of the week. Wednesday's my really busy day, so it's like I'm already just kind of. Uh, and it probably didn't affect Matt that much because he's a dad. No, he's, he's up. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's a morning he man. He does not know what sleep is Yeah, anymore. he's forgotten what sleep is. He doesn't care. <laughs> no, you don't give a shit about Paramount. Set director Good enough. Bruno Avelian was set to helm Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters 2. What, a what se- world a, are we living in? A sequel to their 2013 action that horror comedy. That made money? The original movie made more than expected overseas. So the studio figured that there was enough interest to justify a sequel. So who's playing Hansel? Because they didn't look, definitely didn't get the original actor back. Jeremy well, Renner? Now it seems they're having second thoughts as Deadline reports that development of the movie has come to a stop at Paramount. 
Uh, Paramount executives rethink the franchise. Instead of a movie, the studio is, quote, formulating a new plan that will likely make it a cable series through Paramount TV. Deadline reports the studio is still figuring it out, but the filmmakers were all taken by surprise. So, so you basically have these people working on Hansel Gretel 2. Sure. And then all of a sudden they get through the news, yeah. news that they're working on a TV show instead. Oh, right. <laughs> Cash them checks, yo. Oh. Cash them checks and run. You know, it's, it, it's, it's sad that that's really the formula now. It's like if, when a movie does unexpectedly well overseas, it does poorly domestically. But then does really well overseas. It gets a sequel. Well, and, that's specific rim, and, right? Yeah, and specific rim. Specific rim. <laughs> Worst and it, porno ever. And it's amusing. <laughs> and it's amusing because a lot of a lot of people here in the U.S. don't really I'm realize. I'm looking for a very specific rim. <laughs> they look at it and go, "Oh, that what film was awful. Why is it getting a sequel?" Mm-hmm. And it's because it made so much money overseas, and they don't read the paper or read the internet for news to go, "Oh, look, this movie made a hundred million dollars overseas." I need and it somebody only made to like kiss on my stink pink. <laughs> <laughs> Very specifically. Put them, Very specifically. Put some salt around the rim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we call that the margarita. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone want to shave down this sarlacc before they go for a shit bath? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be like a fucking forest fight. A sarlacc? Is that when you put a Boba Fett action figure in there? Mm -hmm. Back and forth? (laughs) You put the the Boba Fett in there first, and then tongue only get him out. As far as I can tell, all the sarlaccs are in. You put him in head deep, and then tongue only fish him out. So that's how how he escaped from the sarlacc. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> with help from God. <laughs> God, God. God rimmed the sarlacc. God rimmed the sarlacc. <laughs> he bung-tongued the sarlacc until he freed Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, my. I keep getting little sands in my mouth. I keep getting little sands in my teeth. Bung-tongued the sarlacc. <laughs> There's the episode title right there, everyone. <laughs> now, is Bung Tung something you heard before? That doesn't. R- Who bl- knows? <laughs> it's hard to tell with him. Sometimes he's hear he hears stuff and not consciously <laughs> the voices. remembers it, but it'll come up in the comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the attempts at comedy, rather. <laughs> I, I think he's remembering stuff from his lizard brain. Yep. It could be <laughs> news you don't give a shit about. Cecil B. DeMille's 1956, sick is right, six Bible epic, The Ten Commandments, Mm. is one of Paramount Pictures' most prized achievements. It won an Oscar for visual effects, was one of the most financially successful movies of the time, and was largely beloved by audiences and critics. The tracking board reports that Paramount is developing a remake (laughs) of the classic with Disruption Entertainment. The film will center around, well, imagine that, the Exodus story of Moses and his leading of the Jewish people out of Egypt, freeing them from the oppressive rule of Pharaoh Ramses. Producers are eyeing a writer-director who can give a different take than previous <laughs> incarnation of the timeless tale. Uh, now, who did they get? Who did they get? Recently. Play? If they put robots in it, I'm in. Yeah. Okay. I will. So, yeah, right? absolutely. Would they, in, in the original, Edward G. Robinson played one of the pharaohs or something. He, uh, I'm a robot no. in Exodus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, Billy Crystal's great. Uh, Let my people go. <laughs> Wait, 
no, I'm one of the bad guys. How well, do, how do but, you do the firstborn thing? If he was a, if, yeah, if he was a, a slave, the first you know, programmed, a slave to the ah, pharaoh. Yeah. I can I can only do the Edward G. Robinson languages. Yeah, where's your Messiah now? Where's your Messiah now, huh? huh? Yeah. What, what, yeah. what? Frogs yeah. and locusts, yeah. that's the best you got? God, man. <laughs> so I assume that since you know, they need to get a gangster actor for that part, they're going to like bring in Joe Pesci or something? Yeah. I might they're actually gonna bring watch in it Joe Pesci. As I mean, Joey Pantaleon. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Pesci is on the hot list of gangster actors. To- <laughs> Good God, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pesci Joe is not. Pe- what? No, no. He's five hundred years old. He's almost as old as you. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pesci. All right, put a gangster actor out of your your thesaurus here. Uh the the it'd be the guy that was just in the second to last season, third or second to last third to last season of uh, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, he'd be the one that they'd get. There you go. Steve Buscemi? He's 100 years yeah, old, too. Steve Buscemi. <clears throat> I'll fucking look it up, you bung. <laughs> <laughs> you tongue bung. <laughs> All the side players from The Sopranos, since we can't get Tony. Right. Why not? He's dead. <laughs> an asshole. <laughs> an asshole. What other dead actors can make fun of? He's one for your porch. <laughs> oh, they can... They can. <laughs> They could take all of his scenes from The Sopranos and then, like, crow it, but he just edited him in all the different lines and stuff. Where is your Messiah now? Now, what was it, last year, Ridley right, Scott's so you could do, way you to could focus do your way. Messiah now? You could do Michael Shannon, of course, Boardwalk okay. Empire. Uh, but uh, Vincent Piazza would be okay. But I would go with... Ray Liotta? No. Got an eight ball there? Uh Bobby Cannavale, he is amazing. Oh, yeah. There you go, Hollywood. Yeah. We're, not, we're not looking for a good actor. We're looking for somebody was, who's known for being... He was Jip Rossetti. Holy shit. Huh? You know, he's amazing. We're not looking for a good actor. We're looking for somebody oh, well, of Edward G. Robinson's to, Don't ilk. look to Boardwalk Empire. Ron Livingston, you still should be have been Superman. Ron Livingston should have been Superman. Michael J. Fox hmm. should have been Spider-Man. It kills me every time. Ron Livingston would have been the perfect Clark Kent and an excellent Superman. Oh, Hollywood, you dropped the ball. Not that I want to derail it, but he's on the right track for it. I've got a list in that stack of papers I gave you of the uh, call sheet for the people that they try and wanted to get for uh, to play Doc Brown. Oh, okay. That's that's in that list. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, let, Redley Scott's Exodus, Gods and Kings. That came out last year, right? Uh, I think so. That was That was basically... Ten Commandments. Yeah, sure. it, uh, that movie pulled in sixty-five million dollars domestically, but it, apparently it earned two hundred million in foreign countries. So what the fuck do I know? But so yeah, they they've already remade this, but they're going to remake it again, and th- thus under the name Ten Commandments. It's brilliant. Keep it going, yeah. Paramount. <clears throat> uh, it's got. Let's see, Ridley Scott. It was Scott Free Productions, so I'm not sure who they released it through. So. It would make sense that they're going to try to compete with. I mean, Paramount's got that in its stable. They're like, well, this did okay. Why don't we throw one out there? I mean, what what is the advertisement? It was the greatest movie of all time. Now watch the new greatest movie of all time. I don't know. Yeah. Starring that guy from Border Empire. Paul Show. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to know the '80s Jeff PR firms uh, take on that. <laughs> yes, we do. You're so wrong on that. So do. <laughs> It's like, the first one wasn't even that great. (laughs) 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 
and you're gonna do you're it right. again? Fuck right. off. <laughs> when they finished filming the first one, they just left the set there and it got buried over with sand. And occasionally the sand blows away way far enough that the uh, set reappears. In I thought Beach. that was an urban legend. No, that's real. <laughs> he said so. You're you're sure this is? Real. I am. I, I know people who live in that area. Well, there you okay. go. In that case, they can reuse those old sets. There you go. Dig them up and put your actors in there. Make it make it real, Paramount. If you're gonna go for it, news you don't give a shit about. New Line Cinema is moving forward with a sequel to their horror film Annabelle, which was a spinoff of the film of James Wan's The Conjuring. Uh, the first movie was set in 1969 based on a possessed doll named Annabelle who comes from one of the supernatural cases from paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. The studio has hired Gary Doberman to write the script. This is the same guy who wrote the first movie. Annabelle sucks. So this is a sequel to a spinoff of a movie I haven't seen. Yes. Yeah, I don't care about that. All right. Conjuring, great movie. That okay. first 10 minutes, which is the Annabelle sequence. Okay. Good horror movie, fun, PG-13, haunted house shit. Annabelle, the spinoff from that 10 minutes. Uh-huh. One of the worst haunted doll movies I've ever seen. And wow, coming from you, that says a lot. I love haunted doll yeah, movies. In fact, exactly. there's a movie coming out in the end of January called The Boy. If you haven't seen the preview for this, horror lovers, fix your life. It's amazing. I can't wait to see this movie. But Annabelle was wretched. And part of it, not a part of it, a big part of it, is the writing. So it's nice to know the same guy's writing the sequel even. That way I can be consistent in knowing I won't see it. There you go. And who you don't give a shit about? 20th Century Fox is moving forward with Die Hard 6. Wow. Okay. Just die already. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually, back to Paul Reiser, um, uh, Mad About You, mm-hmm. when they were they were expecting a baby, and uh, they brought in Bruce Willis, a special guest for that episode, Okay, because he was filming Die Hard whatever, Just Die Already. And had a head injury, so he was like wacky pub. He was like doing diehard stuff, trying to sneak him into the hospital because they wouldn't let him into the hospital for some reason. So Paul Reiser's input and Bruce Willis are trying to sneak into the hospital with Bruce Willis going over the top crazy. It's good to know we have such a Mad About You fan as part of the cast. I did we, watch we, a lot we, of that. That is a niche we don't have in here. Mm-hmm. I well, couldn't stand that I mean, that show. Andy didn't have a lot of other stuff to do in his 70s, so he was able to just tune into that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that oh, was right about the time I had a kid, so it was just... Oh, it was yeah. perfect timing. It was, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is a show about me. They're talking about me. Exactly. It's my life. I'm oh, a boy. filmmaker. Somebody gets me. <laughs> I'm mad about me. <laughs> <laughs> mad about me. Mad about me. <laughs> uh, oh, but this this story gets better. Yeah. It's okay. not, it's not okay. just Die Hard 6 is happening. Okay. Let's disseminate. Producer Lorenzo D. Bonaventura is working on developing the project with director Len Wiseman who will uh, most likely end up directing it. The working title of the sequel is Die Hard Year One. And will give us an origin story of John McCain. With somebody else playing John McCain? John McCain? John McCain. (laughs) McCain. (laughs) Yes, the origin story of John. What are we getting? His his POW years? You know, I'm not going to watch this movie. I don't want to see this movie. I prefer my diehards that aren't losers. (laughs) Slept like a baby. Wake up every two hours. Cry. Wake up every two hours. Cry. Uh, uh, the origin story of John McClane. They 
this is where it's, it's over. Oh, it's this been is, over. I mean, it's been over, but the whole thing about Die Hard is that he was thrown into the situation as an average guy. Well, I guess he had some military training, right? No, sure. He was a cop. He was a cop. But wasn't there some no. other nothing well, else? I guess we're going to find nothing out. that we've ever really I mean, okay. I mean, the first but he wasn't an, an exceptional individual. I will, he was a lucky individual. I will right. tell you, I love that first movie. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Yes, it's brilliant. Absolutely favorite Christmas movie. And I, second one was okay. Third one was fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't even bother seeing the fifth one. And I love those first three. Did you see the fourth one, though? I did see the fourth one. See, I really liked the, fir- it was the fourth one. It's passable. Yeah. It's got Kevin Smith in it. But the fifth one, yeah. The fifth one just literally went completely off the rails. Didn't I didn't it, I'm, I'm well, probably they, good for not watching. It. It they shot a lot of it in Russia. Yep. Um, it had uh, the the low rent. Uh, oh, what do they call him? Uh, I forget the Wolverine. actor's name. Poor man's Hugh Jackman. See, I already yeah. saw Die Hard as Die Hard Year One. Not... Yeah, yeah. I don't because... well, whatever. Yeah. Fine. So seriously, they, let them do they... their thing. This is the thing. Keep creating. Keep creating. If they're doing, I can't say don't create. Of course. But the unfortunate thing is they're not really creating they're rehashing yeah. and it'd just be nice to see more creating now i assume since they're going back to year one and going back to the origin it is not bruce Willis. the film will be set in 1979 when mclean was fighting crime as a new york city cop it new will show york how city we cop, th- this, this is from cop, their new york city their press cop, release i believe they don't die hard it will show how he quote Became a die-hard kind of guy, unquote. Bruce Willis will reprise his role in the film. Wow. But in the latter part of the story, which will take place in the present. Uh Uh-huh. That's how the movie will be both a prequel and a sequel. Now, this wouldn't be the first time McLean's early years have been a subject of a story. From 2009-2010, Boom Studios published a comic book also called Die Hard Year One. Uh, story I was I remembered that. set during the 1976 Bicentennial. Uh, that comic was followed up by another one set during the 77 New York Blackout. Uh, the story that Wiseman and D. Bonaventura are developing, though, will be an original story. An original story. Why not? Actual, you, you know, why, of course. Why would we ever possibly tap somebody's you know, original work? We'll just call it the same thing and have it be the same kind of thing, but not actually... Look it, at that other person. Because you don't. It's cheaper that way. Yeah. And who knows? I didn't read the Boom comics. They could be shit. And the actual novel that the the first movie is based on is actually hard to get hold of. Now it's a collector's item. That's what it's I used to, to have it. I used uh, to have what it. What is it, it called? Was, um, uh, shit. From here to eternity. Uh, I'll think about it in a second. I know. The, I know Gable. the sequel was uh, was fifty eight minutes. Okay. And I still have that one. I know I still have that one. But uh, but I don't think he fires a gun in the first book. I think he's using a sword. What? I remember right. I didn't he's got realize a, it was a fantasy novel. No, he's got like a, he's, he's got like a katana. He's got like his, it's a, the, 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 he's got somebody's katana from the Japanese company. Uh, okay. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta use what you find in those situations. Sure. So sure. I think he had if I because I read it. I think he had the gun, but he did use the katana in like one scene when he was, you know, running around the building. Uh, I would use a katana in that case. Yeah. No doubt about it. Weekend Geek! Yay! Thank God we escaped that. Interesting. Next couple stories kind of connected in a way. Nothing Lasts Forever. That's the name of that album. That's it. Sorry, I couldn't think of it for a second. Unfortunately, in this case, apparently it does. 
Die uh, Hard uh, lasts yeah, right. forever. God damn it. Marvel and Fox have cut a deal to work together on a new television series focused on the Hellfire Club. Tentatively titled Hellfire, the series would be set in the late 1960s and follow a young special agent who learns a power-hungry woman with extraordinary abilities is working with a clandestine society of millionaires, a.k.a. the Hellfire Club, to take over the world. The Hellfire Club is a major piece of the X-Men comic lore and featured prominently in X-Men First Class. The proposed television series would be produced by Fox's X-Men guru, Brian Singer, along with some of Marvel's TV team, and would serve as co-production between Fox Television and Marvel Television, with 20th Century Fox handling the physical production. Quote, Hellfire is a unique opportunity to go back in... Go able to go deeper with some of these extraordinary characters, but also dramatize new characters and give TV viewers a chance to experience this expanded world in an explosive way that everyone will be talking about, commented Jonathan Davis, president of Creative Affairs, 20th Century Fox Television. Action at the center of Hellfire will be dynamic, will satisfy the rabid fans, but that said, newcomers will surely be addicted too. <laughs> Unquote. But that's not everything pleases everyone. Everyone loves everything. <laughs> la 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 la. This will be milk toast for all to enjoy. But Actually, there's no reason this, sh- this shouldn't be interesting. This should be. This should be fun. This should be. But it's also a door being open for future collaboration between Marvel and Fox. I.e., if they were to do a good Fantastic Four movie with Marvel potentially writing the script. And, and co-producing well, all, of, so. all of the new Spider-Man film. Let's I mean, the precedent's so. been set with Sony. Why oh, not? Let's hope so. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. It. And that, that's not all. FX has placed a pilot order for Legion, which is the story of a troubled young man who may Legion? be more. Legion. Legion? Legion. Legion? Yeah. It's, He's a, got it's a, a sort legion? of a leper. Okay. Yeah. Now I understand it. Uh, Legion, the story of a troubled young man who may be more than human, according to he Marvel. May be sore so than this human. is the Charles Xavier's <laughs> Legion. kid Legion. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. The pilot introduces the story of David Haller. Yep. Since true. he was a teenager, David has struggled with mental you know illness. This guy? Diagnosed as schizophrenic, David has been in and out of psychiatric hospitals for years, but after a strange encounter with a fellow patient, he's confirmed with the possibility that the voices he hears and the visions he sees might be real. David Haller is the son of Professor Charles Xavier in comic lore. It sounds like Moon Knight. No, it was it was a uh, New Mutants uh, where it came from, and it's um, Bill Sinkovich uh, artwork. It's gorgeous. Got it. Yeah. Creative team includes Fargo mastermind Noah Hawley, who was signed on to write the pilot with Brian Singer. Uh, Lauren Schuler Donner, who's behind X-Men Future Past and The Wolverine. Uh, Simon Kinsberg, X-Men Days of Future Past. Jeff Loeb, uh, Jim Torrey, who is behind Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And James Cameron, also of Fargo. Uh, though the relationship between Fox and Marvel has been rocky, it seems they've worked through some of the issues, at least for television thus far so that's two collaborative pieces between marvel yeah. and fox coming to television that's nice. again i have it to say well. i think it's a i think it's a good beginning i mean it's it leaves potential for future collaborations legion's gonna be hard legion's legion's gonna be <laughs> if he gets a load of you and hard yeah. is gonna be legion boy I'm, i am very attracted to schizophrenics um <laughs> Hey-oh. <laughs> I wish that was not true. Oh, hey-oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Looking 
to the nerd club. Um, but no, I mean, that's not as much of a slam dunk as the Hellfire Club. Because the Hellfire Club, you got, I mean, I didn't watch it. And I know everybody know, everyone here in his room kind of hates it, I think. But Sins of Anarchy, Sopranos, all that stuff where you've got the, the bad guys as the central characters. You can make that really interesting. See, I've never seen Sons of Anarchy. I know Paul hates it, but yep. big surprise. I haven't seen well, it Well, I, I watched four seasons of it. Oh. Yeah. But I got up to the beginning when? of season five. Okay, but I was the, like, enough. But the idea of falling enough of bad people doing bad things, having bad things happen to them. So sorry. Right. Don't care. But don't care idea. anymore. They continue to do nothing but bad things. They are not motivated by anything other than giant quotes, loyalty, and hate. Fuck them. Yeah. I'm, but we followed bad guys. Now we know that can be done. You can make that a successful show. So I can see that the Legion one's going to be work to make that an interesting show. But I. Don't doubt they can do it. It's just, I wouldn't. I wouldn't back the money behind Legion yet until I see what they got going on. All right. Author Brian K. Vaughn. Ah, oh, my favorite, and, the greatest, and artist Pia Guerrero's critically acclaimed Vertigo series, Why the Last Man. Mm. Hang on. Oh, you've got completely binary tastes, right? Is that what I'm understanding? How so? Either love or hate something. Mm, many ways. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Mostly hate, a <laughs> little bit of love. I'd say 80 20. I try, I try, 80% I, hate, I 20% uh, love. I don't fall very much in the middle of stuff. No, I noticed. Either I'm it's down true. with it or I'm like, get it out of here. Whereas I just sit there in the middle going, eh, I can see the aspects of that that are good. No. Yeah. No. You and 90%, Andy. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> get, why, why, not, why not sucker from the sweetest fruits? <laughs> <laughs> Why eat the dregs? Why eat the fallen apple when there is still delicious stuff on the vine? Or you, or envy, you, can, or you can cut around the brown spot and eat the rest of the apple. I, Yucko! <laughs> I envy your ability to extremely hate or extremely love. You have, to, you have a very passionate man. I, I envy that. I don't hate nearly as much anymore. I just dismiss. Okay. I've turned That's the true. corner. I've turned the corner on tearing stuff down. It makes no sense. Let garbage rot. Let it be its thing. Fine. There's a t-shirt for you. <laughs> no no need to even continue to discuss it, really. Because giving it airtime, just mer. Unless it's exceptional garbage. Like your uh, Pacific Rims or uh, what was the other one I just saw? Specific Rim. No. Specific Rim. Yeah. Oh, somebody need to tongue that <laughs> fat. <laughs> this fat is wet. And it's <laughs> Stuck right where it need to be. Mm. It if starts this, specifically at the rim. If this fat don't get tongue soon, it's going to slip all the way in. Um, Everybody wet your fat. Wet your fat and <laughs> slip it up. Uh, shit, what's the other thing I was I was just it's thinking no about this? It's no good to me dead. Right. Damn it. I was just thinking of this example. I was like, this is uh, basically it's like it's 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 the beautiful stupid person. And the beautiful stupid person. Yeah, the wonderful to look at, but you wouldn't want to spend any time with it. Like, like, like a supermodel, <clears throat> like the opposite I'm just of trying to think like well like I don't I don't I can't remember what the last thing was that I saw that I was like, "Oh, I know what I was thinking." Of, of course, the prequels, the prequels, the prequels. Oh, okay. They're gorgeous films. Yes, they are. They're beautiful. Empty. Some, Empty, vapid, right? But that not is not a, a lot going on between the ears. And that's some garbage <laughs> that I can see some merit in 
in a way. And more importantly, relatively Negro free. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, don't even want it. No I was talking about leaving garbage alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Those, those, those fools don't even need any Let kind of airtime. that rot. That is oh, pathetic. Absolutely. I can't, absolutely. I can't believe that's even a thing. I um, no. People are so ignorant. But, uh, no, but those films are so poorly done in every other aspect aside from the visuals that they're pretty they're very pretty and that third one is gorgeous mm-hmm. it's just gorgeous movie but there's nothing to it so and there's something to be said about discussing art that fails spectacularly but art that just kind of flops there nerf let it go well i mean was it rick mccollum that was his producer on those three films, yeah, <laughs> the Yes Man, the ul- no, the ultimate Yes Man. Yeah. I mean, have you seen any of the interviews mm-hmm. with him? Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally well, everything that came up is like this ass. is a perfect idea. This yeah. is brilliant. The best story in episode one is the documentary that comes with the DVD about yep. episode one. Yep. That's the story of Star Wars. Yeah, Jar Jar is the soul of the movie. Yeah, with him, <clears throat> with him walking out the door, going, "Well, here it is. Got uh, the whole thing on this." Uh, Right here, and this is uh, episode one on these twenty pages of uh, of yellow legal pad. Yeah. Here it is. It's don't change a lick. They captured something in that documentary. Oh, uh, they mm, captured they sadness. Yes, they captured why it's broken. Well, and it's hopefully the these new ones won't yes. suffer from it because, like I said, a big part of the problem with that whole thing was. You're explaining away the magic in a prequel, mm-hmm. just like they're going to try and do with Die Hard. That's that's a that that's a valid point. It, you know, you and explain away the if you're explaining the mystery. Away the, yeah, if you're explaining with and but uh, Abrams, we t- I talked about this before. Abrams knows about the value of mystery, and he also is a collaborator. Yeah. Now the only danger is that, like Lost, it's all mystery. I don't think it will. I hope not. I hope not either. Because but there's you're right, enough. There's enough fact. In the Star Wars mythos, mm-hmm. that you can go, okay, this is this is what's going on, you know. But but you're afraid that first episode is nothing but uh, throw more of that midichlorian shit in there. Well, and- they already said that's out. That they, he literally said that is gone. Good. All right. Woof. So that's like the only thing they've said that is like we have excised this from Good. the Good. mythos, not canon. Okay, I agree with you on the, on the uh, not demystifying, not uh, going back and telling the mystical, mystical stuff. But how do you explain it to something like um, Citizen Kane, where the whole movie is trying to get to the bottom of that mystery from the beginning? There's nothing wrong with a mystery story in there, but you can't have a movie be all mystery that is going to be answered in the next movie. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's the Cthulhu is a kind of rubber mask problem. Also, Citizen Kane is beautiful to watch and also rich in dialogue, pathos, character. Yes, it's just a solid film. And which a, and a lot of all gra- that is missing. It's from, very deep right. too, because yeah. all the stuff going on in the background, yeah, there's a lot is important to yes. the story. Yes, and you can't. Yeah, just and, watch it once. You have to watch right. it again and watch all it's these also, various things. And there was up. nothing happening in the background of the prequels because it was all CG. And so those actors were left in a void. The story was a void. Nobody cared about anything. I feel so bad for those performers. You mm-hmm. couldn't care about any of it. It was all a toy commercial. Barely a toy commercial. I've yeah. seen better toy commercials. Yes. Like that new PS4 commercial. Battlefield. Oh, that's so nice. Did you play any of the beta? That's something I forgot to talk about. Did you play any of the Battlefield no, beta? I didn't. I, I try to stay away from betas. It's pretty good. Yeah, you played it. Yeah. Um, 
it needs more robust uh, single player stuff. Okay. They got kind of a horde modey kind of deal. It's okay. But it plays pretty smooth. The problem is it kind of falls into that same trap as all these new shooters where you have to get experience points. Oh, of course. And you have to level up and you have to gain all these abilities. But when you first jump in, you're just going to get slaughtered for a while and you have to be okay with that. Yeah, that's kind of how Battlefield was. Right. So, so I don't like that they've... Because that wasn't there in the old Battlefronts sure. to that degree. Uh, sure. But they're... That keeps a lot of people playing. That, I know. That, that feeds, I know. That, that's a dopamine it, button. But it makes no sense. It, it, some of the things they put in there make no sense. There's no party chat. What? Yeah, there's no party chat. How am I going to get called a, 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 a gay walk? Right. I'm all good with that, too, right? <laughs> At least there's no party chat in the uh, PC version that you have to use an external uh, now, most chat do thing. anyway. Right. So that's, so that's fine. And I don't know. Maybe there is party chat in the... Uh, I'm, I'm sure console. there will be in the final. I don't want. Piece. I don't want to talk. Oh yeah. I just want to run around and play. The fact that it's all multiplayer is just a drawback. I played Battlefield. I enjoyed Battlefield. Yeah. I left the ears off. Right. It's a really pretty game. Uh, they've got a lot of balancing stuff to still work out. Yeah, uh, the, the Hoth mission you played a bunch, and uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. You're playing against the Walkers. Okay. So you're you know you got the walkers so if you're on the walker side you got the walkers and your job is to defend the walkers if you're on the rebel side your job is to set up the transmitters to bring in y wings to attack the walkers the longer you keep your transmitters set up and active the more y wings will come in and bomb the walkers and, ah. the, and the longer they'll be vulnerable to fire but they are slowly progressing it's like a timer they're slowly progressing towards a certain point in the map where they can then shoot and destroy the, the base just like uh, in the movie it's pretty cool but there's a slight advantage to being in the empire because it's harder to hold those to bring in those y wings and then attack the oh, walkers sure. than it is just to kill everybody and keep on and if you got if you were lucky enough to get into an ad at which i got in once ducks in a barrel <laughs> i mean you just boop, 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 boop. yeah you, you took oh, yeah. out you took you fired twice you took out eight dudes it's just and then the respawn points were right near where you were shooting. Oh, so no. sometimes you would just pull your trigger and kill somebody that just spawned in. Oh, like wow. before, yeah, it was no. kind of little, So there's some issues. Were sure. there? Were, you were, know what? Were the adats pregnant? No. Oh, okay. Why well, would what? the adats be pregnant? The uh, Family Guy one where they could get up inside oh, the adat. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay, you I went, forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Very specific joke. It is. <laughs> Adat's one of my favorite as far as I'm concerned. Favorite now. vehicles that I try not to think too much about. Yeah, you can't you can't work <laughs> on the logic of those too hard. You can't work on the logic of those because they are just rife with. Yeah. Well, this pro- makes no big, fucking yeah, sense. There's all sorts of problems with that. But they sure are fun. They are. They sure I, they are they fun. They look great. I want shooting metal dogs. Not to well, mention anytime, the least of which is like the uh, in enough amount of force from the side would just topple the thing over. Anytime you go down to San Francisco and you look out on the wharf, you can see exactly where he got it. And that's oh, yeah. exactly where he got it. All those shipping container trolley deals. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's so fun. I and wanted that toy so bad when I was a, a kid. beautiful, beautiful game. Hopefully they can balance it out smooth. I don't care. I'm getting the deluxe edition yeah, anyway. It, it, it does my heart knowing that you're enjoying it. Though. It's got a stormtrooper on the front of it. I can't not buy it. I got I got okay at it, but I was still ranking really low. Even though I, I was accomplishing yeah. some missions and getting stuff done, low is the only way I rank. Right, and I don't even. But I just don't want to hear it from other players. You like, don't have to pull your weight and whatnot. <laughs> How is Hopefully it with your, all your Star Stormtrooper love? You're not a member of the five hundred first. I haven't gotten around to it. Okay. 
Like he doesn't. I got have a enough few other stuff. things to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was a Klingon for ten years. You're I feel busy. You got He Man action figures to get. <laughs> Buddy, do I ever? Well, those come right to my door. I don't have to do shit. <laughs> but he's got to work to get the that's money that's to exactly buy them. The best kind of toy. Mm-hmm. It just comes to you. It's getting so tricky. I still have yet to pull the trigger for the classics. 2.0. When's you? When's the cutoff? Next month. Okay. Yeah, a little time to think. Got a few days, but it just. I long. just got. I just got hit with the two monthlies, plus the pack of um, Terra Claw, Skeletor, and Thunder Punch He Man. Okay. It's a big chunk of change for this month. Oh God! And I'm Thunder just Punch like, He Man. Yeah. Thunder Punch He Man. Thunder Punch He Man. You twist the bag of Yeah. He yeah. had a like a a big. If you ever take it apart, he had like its giant rubber band. In the uh, in the waist I'm sorry. area, wait, wait, not wait, Thunder wait. Punch. I'm sorry, Thunder Punch is the one that had the uh, yeah. You twist in him, and, yeah. and he he twists around real fast. Well, but he also had they all did that. Yeah, but they had like caps. In he it. had caps in his back. Oh yeah, uh-huh. so he would psh, like That's a the Thunder like Punch. Yeah, thunder yeah, Punch. Yeah. I'm sorry, you got a Flying Fist He Man is this one. Uh, it's Terror Claw Skeletor and Flying Fist He Man. If you can't, uh, if I, you I know can't, I'm going to regret this, you, but what no. is Flying Fist? If you can't fist find your Boba Fett, Flying Fist He Man will work just fine. <laughs> yes, he will. What, what's the advantage of being Terry Cloth? Whatever it is, Terry Cloth Skeletor. <laughs> that's what it is. I would love a Terry Cloth Skeletor actually. Uh, Terror Claws Skeletor. That's for wiping up after the He Man yep. fist. <laughs> You're going to need a Terry Cloth, you. Fire-faced buffoon! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Curse you, He-Man! Yeah, yeah. That's gonna take a whole of towels. Oh, I think we should get out of here. <laughs> Cringer. Let's just leave. I mean, fuck it. What are we fighting for, really? What's our end game here, Adam? What do we get? <laughs> Nothing. We're defending the castle. Well, that's some bullshit. Huh? <laughs> it's not I'm like He-Man really ever does anything. I what? mean, Skeletor fucks it up woods. anyway. <laughs> By the power of Grayskull. I love, the, I love that we're getting an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that Terry Class Skeletor is or something. I am Teddy Cloth Skeletor. <laughs> I am extremely absorbent. <laughs> I wipe down streak free. <laughs> Do your worst, Moss Man. Wet my bones. <laughs> Wet my bones. They'll dry in the sun. <laughs> Wet your, your fat. <laughs> Wet that fat and put it in your butt. I would tongue that bung, but I've no tongue, you see. Evelyn, tongue that bung. <laughs> Worst job Skeletor, in no! No, I'm not doing it. You will do it, witch. Do as I ask. <laughs> Skeletor, could I tongue the bung? <laughs> no, you far-faced fool. You'd enjoy it too much. Oh, I'm not in the mood to reward you. <laughs> so there are downsides being Terry Quoth's Skeletor's henchman. Oh, yeah. He's the worst. He's the fucking worst. So, so what is Flying Fist, T-Man? So Terry Claw Skeletor, you put... You're still saying Terry Claw. No, Terror Claws. <laughs> terror Claws. C-L-A-W-S. Like Santa Claus, but with terror. I'm sorry, uh, Andy, but as far as mispronunciations go and, and mumbling... Yeah, I got I to mumble to stand on you yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Shutting up now. <laughs> so, 
he has a a kind of a a dragon skull that he puts over his head, and he has big claws and his arms move up and down okay i vaguely remember <laughs> Again, that with one the hand motion that helped nobody right. at home his arms move up and down and he, and he scratches at you uh flying fist he-man had a weapon that he held in his hand that was basically uh a trident sort of three it was not trident a, a three ball thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> testes testes a one not a two, bolo three it was like a fan blade a fan blade, but with only three blades okay. and balls at the end of the blades. Okay. And he would, would pull him back just like he normally would, and his swinging action would cause the ball blades to spin. That I, sounds I, I awful. somewhat remember You this. would remember it as soon as you saw yeah, it. I remember this. So, and, and it still sounds an awful like a bolo. Right. So okay. but it's like, not like at all. Like a crotch razor, the ball blades? Nope. I mean, yep. Okay. So uh, Flying Fist, He-Man, and Terror Claw Skeletor. They came out at the same time as toys back in the day, too. So, And yeah. the final set in December is Laser Light He-Man and Laser Power Skeletor. I can't wait. They're supposed to have electronics <laughs> did, in them. Did they have well, I never had them. Did they, have they, were, they were oh, super, super rare. rare. Are the new ones that have electronics in them? Yeah. Oh. So it's going to be weird. They're going to be expensive. Are they lasers? Well, they light up. Their arms, they have swords in their in their arms, kind of like okay. Skeletor's Skeletor's arm and hand lit up, and he would and it, the light would go into his staff, and it would glow, and then He Man just had a special big glowy sword. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. So Let's it's see. an amazingly complex and expensive cat toy. The <laughs> new ones, yeah, the new ones, yeah. Anyway, so why the last man is heading to television? Why the last man? Yes, why? Why not? Why? Why? FX will be teaming up with Vaughn and Color Force's Nina Jacobson and Brad Simpson in order to adapt the dystopian sci-fi comics as an ongoing television show. Currently on the hunt to find a writer to adapt the series alongside Vaughn, uh, Why the Last Man ran for 60 issues, was collected to multiple graphic novels, centers on escape artist Yorick Brown, the last surviving human with a Y chromosome, and his pet uh, capuchin monkey, Ampersand, also a male. Readers follow Yorick as he sets out to find out why a mysterious plague has wiped out the world's male animals, including humans, and in the process, save all of humanity. A new line had originally acquired the rights for a movie adaptation back in 2007 with David S. Goyer attached. September 2014, plans for the movie were scrapped, and the rights have thankfully reverted back to Vaughn since then. So this is his baby. Oh, hmm. man. If picked up to go to series, Why the Last Man will mark Brian K. Vaughn's return to television in the wake of CBS's Under the Dome. He departed the series. <laughs> yeah, he gets out. Yeah, he left he gets, after the first season. He gets out when he gets good. He's like, nope. He was in Lost for he a little bit. He's like, lost. nope, yeah. nope, can't help this. Uh, he's currently hard at work on Image Comics' uh, hit series Saga. Oh, it's the greatest book ever written. Why is so good if you haven't read Why the Last Man. Oh, but batting down the fucking hatches. It is just, it's hard. It's 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 tantamount to Walking Dead as far as quality and absolute just heartstring yeah. pull about what goes down with these characters. It's just excellent. Oh, it's so good. Bond's great. I just, I'm thinking about things and I'm so sad. I think that book, I can think about a panel and my heart just cracks. It's so goddamn sad and amazing. 
read why the last man that yeah. is a thing i love yeah. unequivocally more than even uh ex machina which is another of his yes. series great Machina's solid great. fun mm-hmm. and has some tough stuff but it doesn't quite resonate the way why does and then even more so saga resonates even harder which is crazy because why is so fucking good yeah. and then of course his run on runaways you can't beat that shit He's just the best, man. Read Vaughn is what we're saying. Read get Brian some, K. Vaughn stuff. Get some Vaughn in your life. Seriously. Seriously. But again, it's one of those things that spoils you for comics. It makes the bar raise, without mm-hmm. a doubt. It gets you there, real There are certain selective. things that you watch or read that all of a sudden the bar is raised. And you can never go back. Yeah. Yep. You, you get that Evangelion horror novel. You get that you movie. You anime forever. <laughs> Evangelion. Don't, and what he's saying is don't watch Evangelion. You won't be able to watch anything else. You won't be able ever to, until you'll you'll be able to watch you'll be able to watch Rama one half with nostalgic eyes. <laughs> you'll be able to watch his and her circumstances. Lucky. You'll be able to watch um, Space Dandy. Whoa, Space Dandy! I still gotta see that. Oh, okay. We gotta watch that episode tonight. No, we have to watch. <laughs> We're okay. watching Space Dandy first. No, Stargate. it's twenty minutes. See, that's how it happens. Stargate first. That's how it happens. Stargate first. This is why Lick it's not going to happen. I'm going to hold him to it. <laughs> Sarlacc it. <laughs> what do you, Sarlacc? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. <laughs> and again, questions for Mumra. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Do it. Mumra's bum. See, that's the other thing I'm worried about next year with the He-Man stuff. They're starting oh, the Thundercats, the Thundercats too. Right. So I would technically have to have three subscriptions going. Now, they're bi-monthly. So it's technically like one and a half subscriptions. Sure. Like what I've been doing, but oh. You won't wait, have to wait as long for the next it's mailer. It's a lot of money. It is, that is fucking they, expensive. They've dropped the prices. They've, uh, they've gone down to, to 20 bucks. 20 bucks a figure? That's much better. It's much better than it was. It was way up. It was yeah, like 30 20, 26, 27. Okay. Um, but still. But at the same time, the worry is that with the price drop, the quality's going way down. There's that worry. Because we've got... Uh, this Point Dread set that's coming out for Christmas is the big holiday toy. That you don't have to buy it. It's outside the sub. Okay. Do you remember Point Dread? I don't remember Point Dread at all. Okay. So Point Dread was kind of Zodak's thing. Okay. It's a time machine, kinda. So it's a vehicle. It's a vehicle. Okay. It's you don't you don't remember Point Dread? I, for it's some a, reason, I don't. It's a Talon fighter. That go okay. that rides on Point Dread. It's a it's a it's a bird. It's it's orange and blue. I remember the original t- original Talent Fighter. But yeah, it's orange one. and blue. Orange and blue. Okay. Uh, you'd That's, see if I brought it it's up. Not brought, if I bring it up. Show you the image. You'll remember it. But they're packing in a new Tila with this set. Okay. Like last year, they put in a new Man at Arms with the Battle Ram. Okay. The only way Great. to get that figure is to get the vehicle. exactly right. This Tila. Is derped out. Oh, oh no! Oh, her no. face is derped <laughs> out, and it's and it's like they were like, oh, maybe it's just this one. And now the the, the tests are coming through, and, and people are getting their earlies, and it's like mm, she derped. <laughs> she done got derped on hard. Derp a doop a dee. Uh, so people and myself included are heavily debating whether to even purchase this set. Because you're going to get a derpy Tila. You don't want that. Uh, wow. Nobody wants a derpy Tila. No. no. Definitely not. 
And I do want to remind you, if you are sending Mumra questions, do send them to email. Don't Twitter them. Don't Facebook them. That way Paul doesn't get to see them. All right. So here I'll show you. Uh, here we go. So this is. Oh, you're going to show us a picture? This is where they, they, show this us is a how they teased it. You're, you're not, this, this is, not this is how they teased it. Okay, way back I'm, looking, in the day. I'm looking at a. This is great audio right yeah, here. Yeah, I'm looking at a inside of a control plastic control room toy but tila has her back face to uh, there's no face there. right all, and um, we thought oh tease they're teasing a tila right they're teasing a tila sure you tease you tease no, they're so hiding the derp tesla a tesla and now is it do you, do you recognize the talent fighter now yes yes okay, i do great so it's it's a and it's a massive toy it's a massive toy it's and it fits on top of gray skull that's about most of the size of Grace Skull, yeah, isn't it's, it? It's huge. It's huge, 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 huge. I, but I hope you're enjoying this radio. As you can see, derp a derp a dee, derp a derp a do. It's not so. It, this and this is a this is a cleaned up, not as derpy. Oh wow! But man, there are some derpies. I'll try and find some uh, some derpy ones for you. Let me just go to images. Here we go. Yes. Images. Yeah, let's go to That's images. Good. That's good for and Until oh, next no, week, yeah. I am Master Torgo. I'm the Derpy Paul. 80s Jeff. Fact check dandy. We'll talk to you next week in Geek while he finds images, I guess. There it is. If I find a decent enough one, here, maybe I'll use it for this episode it, as the here, show. Read, read, that, the, read the list of... Uh... Let me see this. Oh, no, no, no. no you list. and Jennifer turn out fine. Look, Something's got to be done about look, the kids. Look, look, look. Here's, here's, here's Battleground Tila. Okay. She's blonde hair. Right. Fair Fawcett. She's from very, the what he calls. She's from very the cartoon. strong chin there. Here's the first Tila that they made. Okay. Okay. Looking right. Decent. Again, does nothing for the readers. Nothing listeners. for the nothing for the listeners. Here's we, new listeners are no derp longer Tila. Involved. Looking pretty derp. Right? Do the, you see the, the difference? I mean, quality derpier. is job none. There, there's like the eyes are off. Kilter. Yes, exactly. The exactly. eyebrows are way. The too eyebrows high are the weird. The eyes are off. She looks. Fugged, and so it's a real shit shame. They're making a fucking shit storm. Uh, it's a new production team. They may have dropped the ball. So it's you okay. you have given me. They're going to save me some money. What do you got? A there? list of actors who could have played Doc Brown. This right. is the Fenton Feinberg casting. The 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 final list of checked possibilities of who could have played Doc Brown. Some of these I know, and some were actually a surprise. Christopher right. Walken. Uh, no. no, I'll just go through it. Jeff Goldblum was a possibility. Sure. Ron Silver. Was a possibility. Holy That smokes. one I don't see. John Cleese. I could get behind that one. Yep. Uh, Tom Conti. Gene Hackman. Mm, that that would have been not good. David Dukes. Mm, that, that was a... That David Dukes? It can't be. Uh, clearly no, can't David, be. that's David Duke. David Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> you goofball. Uh, Robert Klein. That would sure. be bizarre. Okay. Sure, yeah. Uh, James Woods. <laughs> that would have been fun. And, of course, Christopher Lloyd and Randy Quaid. Oh, yeah. No, but that's no, back when Randy Quaid was... Randy Quaid. Less crazy, then, but not much. Randy Quaid had less crazy. Have the, the list actually then. has like 25 people. But, but there are, those are the ones that have got, not been crossed out. These right. are, That means that they, were in the, they made the final. Right, right. But there's some bizarre choices in there. Uh, it's online. You'll find it. It's 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 from a new book. That's a whole bunch of yeah. Okay. There's a, there's this amazing book that just uh, it actually gets released tomorrow or today. By the time you most of our listeners hear this, uh, it's this amazing archive of material from Back to the Future. So like trilogy. A, a coffee table book kind it's of thing? It's like a coffee table book, but it's thick. I, I, I've only seen a few pages of it, but it's amazing. They have still shots that have never before been seen in public. Ooh, I like of, that kind of stuff. Um, 
all kinds of things from the film. Like you get still pictures of Eric Stoltz and some of the scenes that were actually shot and then had to be reshot. Like one of the ones they have a full on video of him in some stuff. Oh, yeah, they, have, they have some video of it available. That's going to be on the, uh, the, the new trilogy, uh, Blu-ray and DVD set. But I mean, there's still pics of set photos from when he, uh, when he and his mother meet and he wakes up in in her room and so that's that the two of them sitting on the bed next to each other and he's boba fetting the sarlacc mm. <laughs> bung bung tonguing he's the a, sarlacc he's her, de- he's her density the sarlacc. so listen to this this list of a couple here it's a very nasty thing chevy chase <laughs> steve martin albert brooks these were nixed off quickly and yeah. bill cosby <laughs> <laughs> you well, see, Marty. Just like how close you were to hating this movie now. Well, he Doc Brown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the thing runs on jello pudding pops, and you got to put the pudding pops in the slot. Do you the like the frozen the ones? Well, guess what? Talk to you next week, Geek. Now it's thirty minutes in the future. Boom, they froze. <laughs> how about that? You never wait for them with my time machine. That's all I did. I invented it to get frozen pops quick. What do you mean you, lo- you lost 30 minutes of time? <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't t- know what you're talking about. I was here the whole time. It's a time machine. You woke up three hours later. <laughs> I've had my way with her 18 days in a row. Here, she doesn't you, know a thing. You I keep Terry going back. to wipe up. No, Terry <laughs> Not oh. me, you fool. <laughs> you buffoon. Put me down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, Paul Trembley's Head Full of Ghosts, $1.99 on Kindle. Limited time. Find it while you can. Derpy Tila. <laughs> Derpy, you're so derped out. Oh, boy. Derpy do. And don't Derpy forget the Christmas puss. Derpy Tila. Oh, yeah. Christmas puss, guys. You can't pre order it anymore. No, you can pre order it. You just don't get the cut brand you now. Don't get the super, now it's you don't bucks. get the super deal. Eight whole dollars American. It's totally worth eight bucks. Yeah. It, at least. Support yeah. Fact Check Andy and I. Yes. Help us get something for our uh, friends for Christmas. <laughs> That's what we're going to use that money for. Learn about help them get stuff for their friends for Christmas. Learn about the joy of sausage. <laughs> or I can teach you. <laughs> I hold a special seminar on that. <laughs> sausage seminar. Going down right here in my pants. You want a little bit of sausage <laughs> seminar? Yeah, we'll do it. Pudding pop goes the weasel. <laughs> <laughs>